Welcome back to the Live Your Why podcast. I'm Tammy Hill, and I'm happy to have you here. Today, we're going to talk a little more about the 2020 dating trends. These are dating games, the kind of games where you are playing with someone's emotions. These trends undermine the human core needs of feeling wanted, needed, and chosen. As you can guess, these are interactions that I find quite disturbing, especially as they are becoming more and more the norm. Let me tell you about some. First, dial toning. This is different from ghosting. We talked about ghosting last time. Dial toning is ignoring someone before a relationship ever has a chance to start. It's the act of giving someone your phone number only to ignore them when they reach out. Glamboozling. Getting fully done up for a date only to have them cancel at the last minute. Breadcrumbing is stringing someone along while waiting for someone better to come along. White clawing is dating someone who's very attractive, who looks good but doesn't have anything else going for them. And finally, a real new one I'm finding is zombieing, actually coming back from the dead. These are people who've ghosted you in the past, and out of the blue, they're contacting you again. Have any of these things happened to you? Recently, my son was glamboozled. He met a girl through the mutual app. They texted and they talked. He asked her out for dinner. He was excited about the date. He felt this was a great girl, someone he wanted to get to know better. He bought new pants and new shoes. He was showered and looking good when he got the text less than an hour before he was scheduled to pick this girl up. Sorry, can't make it tonight. I really need to study for a big exam tomorrow. Maybe we can do something another time. My son was so disappointed. He didn't know how to respond, so needing to sound cool, he texted back, Yeah, no worries. He might text that, but the self-doubt this type of interaction created was clear. As his mom, I wanted to get that girl's name, go to her apartment, and wring her little neck. How can you possibly treat my son like that? How can we possibly treat each other like that? So why? Why the games, especially among so many young people who really know who they are? I believe most of these trends stem from insecurity, insecurity that is based in indecision and fear. Ruminations of doubt often spiral with questions like, what if something better comes along? I don't want to miss out. Or what if someone better doesn't come along? I still want to have someone to do things with. What if he or she gets the idea that this is more than just a date? Oh, I really don't know what to talk about. Or will he or she expect more from me at the end of the date than I'm willing to give? These questions come up when you don't know what you want or because you don't know what the other person expects in the relationship. Often, when one person wants something more serious in the relationship, the other person disappears or bounces out of the relationship. With our culture of busyness and, I think, flakiness, created and enabled by technology, we are putting less care into how we interact with individuals. Ghosters, those who bounce, typically are unwilling to have hard conversations and are less secure in the relationship or, I believe, less secure in themselves. 
those being ghosted are left with the burden of the emotional residue, then dealing with this question, what's wrong with me? So what's helpful? I think grounding yourself before interacting is central to dating relationships. Grounding yourself. Remember your why. What are you about? Consider, why are you even going on this date? What are your intentions? Do your intentions align with your why? How do you believe others should be treated? How do you feel you should be respected? How do you show respect? All these questions should help you in your meandering in your mind as you center and ground yourself in your why. I think it's okay to talk with your date about your experiences with ghosting or other dating games. Tell your date that you don't want a disappearing act. You could say, if for any reason this isn't working out for either one of us, I don't want to go through the pain of being ghosted again. We need to let the other know what is happening rather than just leave one hanging. Agreeing not to ghost each other will set up a framework in the relationship where it is okay to talk about hard things. This allows each partner to feel safe. When you know that should a breakup happen, you know that you won't be left hanging, but rather that the breakup would be handled with respect and care you begin to create trust in one another. This is the beginning of a friendship. Successful friendships require security and trust. The best marriages come from the foundation of friendship. Trust is built slowly over time. Trust is earned in the day-to-day interactions where you gain evidence that the person you are with really says and does what they say he or she will do. Trust in yourself also grows as you day-to-day remember what is your why and am I trying to live it. I hope that these thoughts will help you as you think a little bit about how you're interacting with others in the dating scene. I'm so glad you could join me today. I look forward to our next podcast. Go out and live your why. Why?